Well, hello, and welcome to the Word of Life Ministry Podcast. Our church is located at 1600 Conley Road in Conley, Georgia. Today's message is from our Wednesday night Bible study. We hope that this message blesses you as much as it did our congregation. So please sit back, relax, and enjoy the Word of God. Well, praise the Lord. We give God Almighty all the glory, all the honor, and all of the praise. I thank God Almighty um, for just being in the number tonight. And thank you, Elder Hopkins, for that uh, introduction. Um, I give honor to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I give honor to our senior pastor, Elder Dr. Shelley DeBoom II to all the elders and the ministers of the gospel, to our deacons, uh, all of the auxiliaries, and each and every one of you, all of God's children, those of you that have joined us on this first Wednesday in September, um, September the 1st, which is uh, synonymous with uh, Elder Janice Brown's birthday. We give her a birthday shout-out, and it's good to be on the um, in, in the midst of service on your birthday, and we'll talk about that later because we definitely try to be a blessing to those that spend their birthdays um, just getting to know and love more of God. Um, I'm going to go straight to the um, scripture for our teaching tonight, and we will find it in our, um, as a part of our key scripture, we're going to 2 Corinthians chapter 1, but we're starting at verse 3, and we will go to verse 5. God's word reads, Blessed be God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies, and the God of all comfort who comfort us in all of our tribulations, that we may be able to comfort them which are, which are in any trouble by the comfort wherewith we ourselves are comforted of God. For as the sufferings of Christ abound in us, so our consolation also abound by Christ. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we come humbly before your presence, O Lord. We come with um, just pure joy in our spirits, O God. We come, God, lifting your name high above the earth, O Lord. We come on one accord, O Lord, as a body of believers, O God, who are seeking your face, God, while you yet may be found, God. We come, God, ready to serve you in spirit and in truth, God. But, God, now we need a word from heaven, God. We need you to speak to the depths of our soul, God. Give us pure nourishment for our souls, Lord. Hallelujah. Heavenly Father, I'm just a willing vessel, God. Use me for your glory. Allow me to decrease, O oh God, as you increase in me. I'll forever give your name praise. In Jesus' name I pray. And all the believers of God say amen. Amen. Hallelujah. For our subject tonight, and I think it's just so great that we're in the area of consolation, but for our subject tonight, our consolation through Christ Jesus, our consolation through Christ Jesus, Uh, just for definition purposes, 
consolation um, in Webster, it says something to this effect. It says the comfort received by a person after a loss or disappointment. In the Bible dictionary, consolation said, call to one's side to help. And all I can see in all of that is the word comfort and also the word help. Glory to God. As a matter of fact, in the English version, consolation is practically interchangeable with comfort. Hallelujah. Uh, in our teaching tonight, we, uh, we encounter the second letter to the Corinthians written by the Apostle Paul. And in this second letter, he continues to address issues, critical issues with which, with which the uh, Corinthians uh, the, the Corinthians were struggling with. Uh, we know that they were a young church and they were having some challenges with their Christian faith. There were some issues of idolatry, immorality, false teachings. My God, there was division in the church. And uh, Paul was the one that actually found this church. Hallelujah. And we see him tonight, as a matter of fact, we often see Paul going back to the churches that he found and even to some that he didn't find, giving them words of encouragement, giving them the unadulterated word of God, teaching them uh, godly ways, and just being so concerned about God's people. Hallelujah. But here um, we see... Uh, this church, even though they were young and they were struggling with some issues, Paul saw them as a Christian community, a Christian community uh, being a group of people who would gather together to worship the Lord and not only worship them but to also console each other. Hallelujah. He wanted them to, he wanted them to fully understand that in spite of all the challenges, the division, the idolatry, the uh, thinking of yourselves higher than you ought, you need to be there for each other when the going gets tough. And he was encouraging them in this letter to um, offer them comfort, to offer them strength, and even to encourage uh, the church at Corinth. Hallelujah. Paul wanted the Corinthians to understand that, you know, they, there were great benefits at, in, in serving the Lord and coming together as a healthy body of believers. But at the same time, he wanted them to understand their responsibilities. And one of the things that Paul emphasized was unity, encouragement, consolation, comfort, being there for one another. Hallelujah. Paul even insisted to the church at Corinth that his suffering and the comfort, the comfort that he had received from God had been for their benefit. He defends his integrity and sincerity in dealing with them and explains that, yes, I had a delayed planned trip getting back to you. But, um, you know, Paul was, he went where the Lord ordered him. They order my steps, God, according to your word. As I read these um, 
first few verses of of chapter 1 of 2 Corinthians, I saw how amazing these verses were as they talked about God's comfort and our affliction and our comfort in the affliction of others. If you were to just take a a glance at verses 3 and 4, you will see that comfort is mentioned five different times. And you also see affliction and trouble mentioned. And, yes, uh, not only affliction, but there's a tone of pain and hurt in this world. Uh, And these are things that we are all familiar with in different degrees. Uh, But even hearing the word comfort or hearing the word affliction or trouble, uh, when I hear the word, all of that being followed by comfort, it brings some soothing to the soul in knowing that God will provide comfort no matter what the situation is. That if, he call, if we call upon him, that he will answer us. And he says that we have to ask, seek, and knock. Hallelujah. And then he makes so many promises to us that he would never leave nor forsake us. This is a magnificent message that God's power is brought to his people in their weaknesses, not in their human strength, Lord have mercy, my God. But when we are weak, the word of God says he is strong. God is indeed a consoling, a confident God. Hallelujah. We live in a world where we know that affliction is real. Hallelujah. And we know also those that are believers of God know that our trials won't last always. The word of God says that we may endure for a night, but joy coming in the morning light. Hallelujah. We know that we serve a God who is the father of mercies and the God of all comfort. It says not some comfort, but all comfort. That's his name. He is the God of all comfort. He is the father of mercies, and he comforts us in our afflictions, in our infirmities. Hallelujah. This is the good news of the, uh, of the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ. When we walk through our various trials, hallelujah, our tribulations, God is not far from us. He's very close to us. He's with us. He comforts us at the time when we need him the most. He's always there for us. Hallelujah. But the beauty is not just, it just doesn't stop right there. The beauty of this all is that as we receive comfort from God himself, that we should be a reflection of God such that we bring comfort to others when they are going through their trials and tribulations, when they are having affliction, that we can share with them the comfort that we ourselves have received from God. Hallelujah. We can all think about how gracious God has been to, to us in so many of our afflictions. In so many instances when we just didn't know what to do, when we were so weak that we couldn't even sin for ourselves. And when we see others in these 
various situations filled with affliction, we should want to be a reflection of of God who comforts us in sharing that comfort. Hallelujah. And this really is the way the body of Christ should work, especially we can sometimes expect the world to not always be there for us. But uh, I think our expectation should be such that we expect our brothers and sisters to comfort us, but we have to practice comforting others, hallelujah, by the same comfort that God affords us. Hallelujah. Thank you, God, for your comfort and power, God. Thank you, God, hallelujah, for looking on our troubles and our tribulations and being there for us when we needed you, God. Hallelujah. We know for certain that we are going to face tribulation. In John chapter 16, verse 33, oh, we see Jesus speaking. Jesus is speaking, and we are to take note of this. He said, these things I have spoken unto you, that in me you might have peace. In the world you shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Hallelujah. The reality is as we continue to follow Christ, as we continue to thirst after truth and righteousness, as we continue to be living testimony and to um, magnify God God and show his glory, let it be revealed through us, we may suffer persecution just for our faith in Christ. We suffer persecution just by preaching about the risen Savior. Oh, yes, the Apostle Paul shows us that certainly he experienced heavy consequences from non-believers. Hallelujah. And he suffered abundantly, but he also received an abundance of comfort from God Almighty. You know, sometimes we may be living with people in our own homes who don't know God or who don't love God or who don't serve God. They have not come to know him yet in the free parties of their sin. But just keep letting the light of God shine through you. And even though they may talk about you, they may call you holy, holier than thou, they may call you holy roller, it doesn't matter. Just keep doing it for his name's sake. My God. Hallelujah. Uh, Many of us may be facing some particular pressures or persecutions right now. There may be trials uh, that we are encountering from our neighbors, uh, from some of our friends, uh, some of our frenemies who despise and uh, disdain the fact that you are seeking uh, to follow Jesus Christ, that you are seeking his faith daily, that you allocate your time, your talents, and your arms to him. There are people who resent that. Hallelujah. And sometimes there can just be a simple warring within ourselves. Hallelujah. That, uh, you know, Paul talked about the warring in his member, members, the good that he would do, that he would do not, and the, the bad that he wouldn't do, that he does. So there may be uh, some fleshly tribulations that we're going through. There may be some distant sufferings and sorrows 
that become particularly hard in our lives. But we find in our text tonight that the Apostle Paul, he encourages us by saying that, you know, the God of all grace, hallelujah, whose grace is indeed sufficient, that he would be there to comfort us. And he starts blessing the Lord. He says he blesses God. He talks about God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. He's uh, painting a view of God in Christ. It is God that mediated to us mercy and grace. He is, I think God, oh, my God, I know that he is just happy to be the God of mercies and the God of all comfort. And most of all, he is the God that we serve. He is the God, y'all, who loves us. And he is the God that we should love him in return. He is beloved by us. Hallelujah. And it is this God, the Father of mercies and the God of all comfort, who does indeed console us during our tribulation. Ah, my God. Hallelujah. He is known to draw to us and bless us in the midst of our sorrows and sufferings. He comforts us. He consoles us. He pours healing balm into the depths of our souls and spirits. He lifts up our spirits when we are down. Hallelujah. He raises up our bowed down head when we are about to lose hope. My God. Hallelujah. And he says that if we continue to draw nigh to him, that he will draw nigh unto us. And when we call upon to him, we call out to the Lord God. He is very quick to show his kindness to us. Hallelujah. His intent, y'all, his disposition is to do good towards us. My God, hallelujah. But the Apostle Paul, he's encouraging the church at Corinth that not only are you a comforted people, but you are also a confident people. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The reason why God does what he do in our lives, the reason why he blesses us even, people of God, is so that we can be a blessing to others. Uh, and the one other reason that he um, imparts grace and mercy to us is so that we may impart grace and mercy to others. Hallelujah. That we may be able to comfort those who are in any trouble, hallelujah, with the same comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. Now, it's important to note right here that we don't always have to have suffered precisely the same tribulation that another Christian has suffered in order to comfort them. Yes, it is effective very effective when you can comfort somebody and you had the same trial that they had. But just in general, if God has comforted you in any way, there should be no reason for us to not provide comfort or consolation to others simply because they're going through a trial that we have never uh, faced. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Because, see, God... You know, a problem is a problem. A situation is a situation. And it doesn't matter what the situation is. God doesn't 
decide, well, I'm going to uh, provide comfort, grace, mercy in this situation because of the nature of the problem. God says that if you call on him, hallelujah, that he will answer you and show you great and mighty things. So uh, if we encounter uh, a person that is going through a particular trial, and God put us in the presence of that person, God gave us wind of knowledge of the situation, then Paul said you can comfort them with the same comfort which you have been comforted. He said that you can communicate with them with the same consolation, with the same joy, with the same truth that lifted up your soul in the time of your trials with the measure of confidence that although they may be going through something entirely different than the same than the experience that you went through. Hallelujah. They need to know precisely that the same comfort or consolation that came from the God of mercy, the Father of mercies, and the God of all comforts can be extended to you. And one thing, people of God, about offering consolation or comfort to others, we need to understand this, that it needs to come from the heart. There need not be any attachments, no strings attached, no expectations, no IOUs, no I did it for you, now you need to do it for me. No, come straight from the heart. And it to come in such a way that we're not seeking fame or fortune, that we're not gaining fame, that we're not doing it to be admired by others, that we are not doing it to get attention, but we are doing it for the glory of God. And because of his graciousness to us, we want to share that with others through our actions. Uh, the reality is that there are benefits in, in coming to the rescue of others or offering consolation. Uh, God often provides us with material benefits, but more so than that, he provides us with spiritual benefits. And these spiritual benefits may include things such as God's favor, multiplication of our resources because God can take a little bit of something and he can turn it into a lot of something. It may come in the form of divine healing. We don't know what God will do, but what we do know is that he is the God of impossibilities and that he can do all things but fail. So we want to offer that comfort and consolation to others. There are so many benefits that Christ Jesus, the Lord our God, imparts in our own lives as a result of us striving to do as he does for us. Hallelujah. And oftentimes the more we give, the more we bless others, the more we testify of the goodness of God and all that he's done for us, it creates positive changes to us, the person that is giving. Hallelujah. Sometimes more so than the person that is receiving. Oh, my God. And when we think about the fact that even this type of giving is a form of obedience to God, and God's word is clear that obedience is better 
than sacrifice. Hallelujah. So Paul admonishes this church, hallelujah, that you know that in spite of all the troubles, and many of you have been troublemakers, my God, and in spite of all the arguments in the church, God has still comforted you, hallelujah, during your darkest hours when you got away from the crowd and you began to realize how much of a wretch you were. And I can say that because I know I have been and may still encounter this sometimes, a wretch undone. But God, you can say, but God, hallelujah, but God who gets us back into the fold that gets us back on track because he's a God that's so rich with grace and mercy. Hallelujah. And people of God, when we understand this, I mean really understand that given this type, my God, of grace, this type of mercy, sharing what God has done for you, hallelujah, being there for people during their weakest hour, their weakest period, hallelujah, that it strengthens the church as a whole body of believers. This church is strengthened. That God does something supernaturally throughout the church, my God, that we are so divinely connected that we began to even experience or share the pain of others. When others lose our loved ones, my God, we're there to comfort them. When others uh, are going through uh, surgery, my God, uh, uh, are they experiencing a financial uh, windfall, my God, that we are, are there to strengthen them. Oh, my God. And when we, we really look at it, that we understand that this is our way of showing our gratitude to God for what he has given us. Oh, Lord, help us tonight. Glory to God. That's why we really should give unselfishly of our time because if we do it with a sincere heart, knowing that God Almighty is the supplier of our every need, that which we have given, we don't even miss it. My God, as a most as a as a matter of fact, God says He will multiply our seed. And He multiplies as such. Hallelujah that our blessings oftentimes stop bursting out the scene such that we are so ready to be a blessing to others. So, people of God, I'm going to close in this wise. If you have suffered any trials and tribulations, or if you are in the midst of a trial, a tribulation, hallelujah, you are encouraged this day, hallelujah, to continue to, to go to the Father of mercy and the God of all comfort. And if you've been going, hallelujah, and you still feel a bit of heaviness, you still feel weighed down, my God, that relief has not come yet, hallelujah, don't think, hallelujah, because God's word says he is a rewarder of them, of those that diligently seek him. And I believe, I know by experience, that help is on the way. Hallelujah. You can call upon him 
You can look to him, the author and finisher of your faith, for the lifting of your soul, for the strengthening of your hands. He will give you endurance. He will give you staying power so that, hallelujah, you won't faint as you're going through your situations. Hallelujah. And I believe that God is going to do it for you. I know he is. You faint not. Glory to God. But what we must do is when God does it for us, that we don't forget to look for others that may be facing similar or even different difficulties and take that which God has given us, that which he has blessed us with, that which he has bestowed upon our, our body, souls, and spirit. We're going to take all of that, all of that comfort, all of that consolation, and we're going to pass it on to others, those that are going through, my God, that are having trials, my God, that are faint at heart, that are losing hope, discouragement, hallelujah, and we're going to pass this on to them for the glory of God and for the good of their soul, my God. Hallelujah. We thank you tonight, oh God. We thank you for your consoling power, God. We thank you, God, for uh, sharing it with us, for for upholding us, oh God, during our most difficult moments, oh God. We thank you, God, tonight, oh, for giving us the strength, the power to endure, God, the power to face situations, oh Lord, the power, God, to have the desire to uh, spread this love, spread this consolation, spread this comfort, God, to keep it moving, God, to let it go on and on and on, no end in sight, oh God, and to admonish and encourage others that if they receive God, that they give it out liberally to others who may be going through various situations, oh God. We thank you, oh God, that through Christ Jesus, we are consoled, God that all of our comfort comes by way of Christ Jesus. We bless your holy and your righteous name, and we thank you, Father God, for all that you are, all that you do, God, all that you have the power to do, O oh God, and we thank you that we are indeed your children. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We really hope that you enjoyed today's message and that it was truly a blessing to your soul. We would like to thank you again for tuning in to our podcast. God bless you and have a wonderful day.